All right, so we'll begin with Jay. Jay, would you mind introducing your character for us, please? Sure. Uh, for this game, I'll be playing Haku Ranton. Uh, he is a 17-year-old adventurer. Uh, he's got sort of a glint in his eye as far as someone that always wants to go out and sort of, like, get into some kind of mischief. Uh, he wears a uh, sort of dark green tunic with chainmail underneath it, and he has sort of a homemade shield that he's made into sort of, like, a arm bracer. So in the items, it's a shield, but functionally that's, like, a piece of armor that he's created. Um, he also wears a longsword with a sheath that has uh, sort of like a uh, kind of hunter's motif with like various hunting furs, which he also wears as almost like a flag or banner um, on his hip. Uh, below that, he has like sort of normal dark blue pants, um, kind of like sailor-y looking with uh, leather boots. Um, and he sports a mohawk with uh, bright green hair. <laughs> Very good description. Thank you, Jay. Um, Jay? Yeah, okay. Uh, so, Gum is a forest gnome. Um, kind of brown complexion overall. Um, kind of short, uh, close-cropped hair. Um, he is about 30 years old, uh, or in his, like, mid-early 30s. Um, and... He, in terms of what he's wearing, um, he's wearing like a long cloak um, and a hat. He doesn't really want to be that conspicuous. He likes to blend into his surroundings. Um, he's probably around trying to look for or investigate something. And so he will ask questions, um, but he doesn't really want to open himself he, he has that air of, like, suspicion around him. Um, other than that, in, in terms of um, weaponry, uh, he does have a rapier, which he does wear on his side, that he can, like, open up his cloak a little bit to, like, show it in case he needs to be intimidating. Yeah. I don't know if you need anything else for me. No, that was perfect. Thank you. Okay, night. Um... Okay, so um, Arlie is a 20-year-old um, drow elf. Um, he uh, is kind of wide-eyed and uh, very naive in a lot of ways. He's He seems to be very sheltered from just, like, kind of looking at him, the way he kind of regards the world in general and his um, attitude and the way he talks and everything. Um, he's wearing, um, I actually did art of him, which is pinned in the art chat, but, uh, or it's in the art chat, I do believe. And, um, he is wearing, um, a, uh, like kind of sparkly, <laughs> a sparkly, like, um, pantsuit with a cloak and he, for visible weapons, it's more like he is always carrying his violin and you can't really see any weapons on him other than maybe using his violin as like <laughs> a hammer. But <laughs> other than that. And we did see that artwork, and it was very, very helpful and kind of illuminating. <coughs> oh, the expression. thank you. It was very good. <laughs> no, wonderful. All right. Uh, last. Ooh, there uh, it is. How's it going? Sam. Oh, uh, I'm playing Cal. He's a turtle. He's probably like in his 80s, so he's kind of old, but not. I mean, for his age, not completely far gone yet, but. 
Um, he's basically when you think of him, think of Ugwe from uh, uh, Kung Fu Panda. Oh but my with, God! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just think of that type of description. You know, kind of like a, a beaded type of like a necklace. Uh, as for weaponry, he's really only carrying a like a little bag with uh, a satchel, basically, and he's walking around with a quarter stack. And uh, he's kind of like very slow moving until he decides to get a boogie. Excellent. And I'm just going to let everyone know that Al, uh, due to the holidays, did say that uh, she was unavailable for today's session and she'll catch up sooner rather than later. And she is playing a lovely fearless rogue, which will be make things very interesting. <clears throat> <laughs> So, I'm going to have everyone just follow the link, and if you can, please go ahead to sign in to Roll20. The link should be posted. Let me know when <laughs> when everyone is in there. <laughs> uh, Dan, are you telling us that you're on the roll twenty? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, where where's the where's the link again? Sorry about that. Uh, is it posted? I do believe it's everything you need to know under Laconia. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Let me just double check. Yeah, it is there. <clears throat> okay, so I see that. Yep. Perfect. Thank you. And everyone has put their character's name in there. Perfect. And like I said, you guys can all feel free to adjust the master volume. Um, that soothing music of the sea uh, is bothering you. It's certainly heavenly for someone like myself that lives next to the ocean, but... <laughs> I was going to say, uh, oh, <laughs> not a fan of the music. I'm just kidding. I love the ocean. I'm a Navy brat. <laughs> Alright, uh, so what I'm going to do to begin is, like I said, um, I have defined um, starting coin. And to explain that is I, I've posted a listing of occupations that are known occupations, the ones that I could think of for Lacona. And as we explore uh, the setting and the narrative, um, other ones may come up and then I'll, of course, add to it. But <clears throat> currently, uh, the name Merc or Mercenary refers to anyone that's willing to get paid for random jobs, whether good or bad. Um, just 
people picking up random tasks and doing them. Uh, they're called mercs. So everyone has had uh, some experience at this point picking up random jobs in and around where their uh, backstories have had them uh, living and stuff. And based on that, uh, we're going to roll and see how successful uh, you've been on uh, getting jobs and finishing them and making some coins. So I have uh, right now a uh, starting coin, uh, and I have three, uh, or sorry, five different values, and each has a percentage assigned to it. And that's going to tell you how much starting, starting silver everyone has. So the worst you can be is destitute, which means you've not got any jobs or finished any jobs and you've made no money. Uh, then there's poor, and then there's modest, comfortable, and then prosperous. So we're going to do a reverse order here. <coughs> um, and hopefully everyone has D&D Beyond open so you can do use the link into roll 20 but we're going to do a reverse order so uh cow i'm going to have you in roll 20 uh, do a forge slash roll 1d100 and i will uh let you know your your classification 1d100 yeah percentile roll please <coughs> 92 oh. ah i'm, I'm Prosperous. Right, I'm done with my high rolls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's so, it. Well done, here, guys. Uh, Cal, can you uh, can you roll me a D10, please? And roll twenty. <laughs> did, did you hear me, Sam? Uh, no. I I was just reading what uh Jay wrote as part of inventory each coin. Oh. Can you come? Can you can you roll me a D10, please? A D10? One D10 and roll twenty, please. Got it. <laughs> yeah, it did. Ten. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What sort of hacks have you put it in? <laughs> uh, oh my god. Oh my god. That kind of day, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, we know who's going to be buying everything. Um, <laughs> you start with 520 silver pieces, sir. Is that good? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Whatever you've been doing, you've been hustling and you've been taking on contracts and you've you been. Say five hundred and twenty. Five hundred and twenty silver pieces. At it. Fifty-two right. gold, basically, right? <clears throat> Don't convert it to gold. Leave it in. Oh, uh, I know it's all in silver, but it's just my mind. I know gold. <laughs> All right, so night. First, thing, we're gonna. Oh, I gotta time. follow that. <laughs> uh, is it? It's uh, forward slash, and then it's uh, what's the command? It's Sorry. roll, and then there's a space, and then the one D one hundred. 
That up. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Okay. A okay. Four. Not not too bad. You have two hundred and twenty silver pieces, Arlie. Awesome. So you have also. This is a pretty successful group so far. Well, you're not a group yet, but. Uh, you have uh, been taking on contracts, and you've been uh, successfully fulfilling them, which means you've probably been well-known in certain parts uh, for your work. Ooh, okay, Gum. With a stick. Let's see. Okay. Oh, God. All right. So it's slash roll, right? Yeah, forward slash roll. Undo 100. Okay. 66. Okay. Not bad. You've made a modest living so far. So okay. with a modest living, I'm going to have you roll a d10, please. Five. Super middling. Yeah. Average. <laughs> yeah. You have 30 silver pieces. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> you look at the upper two and do this huge coin sack, and you're like... <laughs> I'm walking around... <laughs> Um, is it is it uh is it canon that Cal like hides his money pouch like in his his shell? His shell? Yeah, of course he does. <laughs> oh my god. Here, let me I'll, I'll, I'll pay for that, he just reaches in his shell. <laughs> like, like he tucks his head in and right comes out with some coin. Oh my god. Coins overflowing out of a shell. So, functionally, a walking bank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you don't know that. Nope. Okay. Not yet. Not. Haku? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. It, what is that? That's no, I don't know if that's even... That, that's a hundred. That's a hundred. It's green. <laughs> They rolled a zero. They rolled a zero. Yeah, I see what you did there, Tricky. <laughs> and Karma, 36. Okay. No. Oh, I'm broke. <laughs> just barely. You just barely got above destitute. Uh, nice. I'm not good at my job, guys. This is for you. You are. You're. <laughs> you are also 17, so maybe. Maybe. Yeah, you are 17, <laughs> yeah. you're still learning. Uh, you have eight silver pieces, sir. Awesome. <laughs> that was more than I life, had at 17, so. <laughs> it, it, it sounded like you just finished your very first job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mall's out of guys. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So, uh, that'll come into play as we explore Seacrest, but... Um, now that we've gotten it out of the way, <clears throat> see, I have to get my special, special narrative voice, which I don't have. Um, so, 
You find yourself in the coastal village of Seacrest. The cool sea breeze blowing relentlessly from the breakwater bay. The smell of salt and green fills your nostrils as you see several merchants haggling over fish in the market. Your revelry is broken by the sounds of a ringing bell. A young boy clad in brown breeches and a dirty white top proceeds to ring a small handbell. Gather ye, gather ye. Maester Oria seeks an audience with those who are willing to work for coin. And it just so happens that the four of you are out and about amongst the market and uh, see this young gentleman and he continues to walk another five feet before he repeats his same phrase. And if I can direct your attention, I will now take you over to whoops, my attempts to have a town map. Ooh. Ooh. And I will like it. edit this <laughs> in player's journal. All players save in. You guys now have, uh, if you go over to your <clears throat> character sheets, there is now a handout for Seacrest, which gives you a little bit of information. Uh, the population, the commerce, the type of government, its climate, places of interest, roads in and out, as well as kind of, um, um, Gosh, what's the term? A legend, sorry. <laughs> a legend for the buildings. So you guys are all in by the uh, in by the docks, so you're in by, by the fish market, just kind of gathering as this young uh, lad is walking through and down the path, saying, Gather ye! Gather ye! Meister Araya seeks an audience with those who are willing to work for coin. And from there, we'll just break off into the roleplay. Oh, by the way, it is uh, roughly November, so it's coming into the winter solstice in, in roughly 60 days. So the temperature is on the cool side, I would say, uh, during the day, it's the low 50s. At night, it dips to the high 30s. All right. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so the, the, the boy has pushed his way through the market and is headed towards the, the southern part. He's walking around the corner. Uh, you see several merchants in here. Uh, you can tell they're merchants by what the way they're dressed. Uh, there's two young ladies that are standing behind various barrels, uh, encounters, um, selling all sorts of different types of fish. But you're all kind of standing there, kind of like gawking at this point. <laughs> uh, Paul is just gonna slowly and using the his quarter staff almost like a cane, slowly start walking forward, making his best 
like an Do old I know where the Meister is? Uh, I'm Am I familiar enough with this town? I'm going to say that it's everyone's first time in Seacrest. But uh, Meister, okay. for anyone, because they're used everywhere, is basically the village elder. Hmm. Am I f so the Meister is looking for people to hire for gold or for coin. Mm -hmm. um, do I know the location of his house? Like, is that easily visible from where I am? Uh, you can make a perception check. Okay, I'll see if I know where I'm going. Oh, I could do that on. Okay. Boom. Okay, 17. Okay, so uh, the layout of Seacrest is like the layout of the other towns and villages uh, on the map. Um, they all seem to have uh, kind of a tribal system where there's a village elder called the huh? Meister that's elected basically the village elder. Uh, most of these elders uh, actually live in within uh, the special building called the Meister Netzdedet, which is basically, uh, it's usually a large stone frame building uh, situated in the middle of the house, or middle of the town or village, and it usually has like a high-pitched oak slab roof, and it's, uh, they have like their own kind of place, personal quarters within that building, but it's usually like a large building in the middle of town. With your perception, actually, gum, looking, um, westward from where you are, you can actually see that the building is, actually it's north of you from where you're standing there. Yep, you can see it up, just basically up the road. There's a there's a road from where you are now. Okay. So that's the, that's the Mesta, Netstadet. Um, of course it's on the, on the legend there. Um, I am just going to take this time uh, to caution everyone. The way that I role play uh, with my players are if you Take notes. What you write in your notes is what your character remembers. So if you don't take notes and you can't remember, then um, unfortunately your character won't remember. Okay. <laughs> so depending on how you want to play, uh, meticulous note taker or just you know haphazardly, um, that's just recalling information. So like in future games, you're like, remember that? And like, do you remember? <laughs> okay. Do you? <laughs> And, and another thing is, um, uh, and this is mostly uh, for Gum and Arlie. Um, so right now, a lot of our characters are what I consider blank canvases, which means we don't really know what they know and what they don't know. We know specific things pertaining to your background because we discussed that in uh, session zero. But as we progress, we're going to do a bunch of skill checks. And those skill checks, the dice are going to dictate the narrative, and they're also going to allow us to understand, does your character know this, or do they not know that? Um, so it's interesting because as information, if you're trying to gather information, we'll find out together if your character knows it or not. And of course, if your character doesn't know it, and another PC's character does, and they wish to share it, then it becomes shared knowledge. So that's kind of how that happens. So. Yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's a really kind of organic and fun uh, process for character development. Okay, sounds good. 
Speaking of that, no, sorry, uh, just a really quick question. And we are currently in the fish market, yes? Yes, you guys are in location number two. I'm just plunking it right in there. Um, The young boy is is currently walking south um, towards the very last building. That's where his destination would be because the the road kind of bends around and kind of loops back. But uh, he's obviously uh, heralding that the Meister is looking for uh, people for work. Now, right now, you're actually in uh, fish stalls, so I'll give you a little bit more description on what you uh, you see. Um, so, in this corner of the village, and it's not far from the docks, uh, are like two long stalls with cloth ceilings, and below the cloth is an angle display of various fish. Most of it is lying uh, on a bed of salt for keeping it here. And like I said, there's two females uh, dressed in just normal planes, flowing kind of robes and an apron tied in front of them. One is blonde and one is brunette. And they're haggling with various merchants. There's probably about four different merchants. You can tell by their bright colors and stuff. And they're, uh, the merchants are procuring, uh, procuring various types of fish. Um, I don't think anyone has a sailor background. Uh, so maybe identifying the fish would be more based on asking or making a skill check. But you just see there's a lot of fish <laughs> on there, and they're buying it, uh, presumably to take it inland to sell it at, at taverns and what have you. I'm going to approach the boy, and uh, I'm, I'm going to try to do my, like, do like kind of almost like a superhero pose to try to like make myself look more impressive despite the fact that I'm a 17 year old swordsman um and I want to ask him uh like if the job requires like a brave swordsman <laughs> okay so he kind of like heroically comes up to you and he has just finished ringing his bell and good day sir um we'll just do it in role play um mm-hmm. Jay um how are you today? Good, good. Um, I hear that your master is hiring? Yes, yes. Uh, he has uh, paid me to voice and decree it. Uh, he's looking for people um, to come work for him. Well, well, I am people. Uh, does he need a brave swordsman? Well, uh, you know, presumably yes. Um, he, this, presumably he didn't tell me what it was for, but we have had some, um, sailors go missing, so that could require a sword. Fantastic. Where, where is your master? Let me, I, I, I'll find the details from him myself. Yes, yes, if this is your first time in Seacrest, it's this uh, building, right? And he turns around and points, like, right off the street. Kind of up on the rise is the, the big, big uh, building, that I, stone building that I described earlier. He's he's in there, and you know what? There hasn't been a lot of interest. Uh, I, not a lot of out-of-town folks, so. Well, I'm, I'm happy to help, and I, I appreciate your, your guidance here, and... Uh, Haku's going to sort of, like, reach into his coin pouch, and since it's really empty, going to reach as far deep as he can, and pull out one of his eight silvers and hands it to the boy before sort of striding off. The, the, the boy's <laughs> eyes widen. Oh, so, I'm being paid for... Oh, thank you. 
He, you kind of see him kind of like rubbing the coin between his his thumb and his index finger, and then he like puts it in his pocket and he continues walking. Um, so Haiku is marching up, and you, your pass, your your fast pace has uh, presumably uh, you you catch up to um, the shorter individual known as as Gum. Um, hmm? Arlie, what what are you doing in this situation? Um, well, he was a little bit uh, distracted by the stalls and the fish and just kind of like he's, it looks like he's never been in a place like this before. And he's kind of seen this uh, interaction in front of him and he thinks it's very endearing. Um, and he's kind of hanging back, but he's definitely following, kind of wondering what's going on exactly and he's curious. Um, but he also just thinks that like that... <laughs> these two children in his eyes are just extremely endearing so he kind of wants to see where this is going so he's just kind of following along just okay. a little bit further back yeah you just kind of see them walking and then you kind of fall in file yeah <laughs> no I can definitely picture that um, that makes sense and Cal I know that you've been leaning leaning on the support of your staff uh, what uh, would you be doing Cal is just basically doing his best old man walk up north. Okay, so you're, group, you're, and you're just slowly trudging with the thing, making sure not to move too fast, not to hear the coin shake. Okay. So he's just slowly walking and kind of like hamming it up a little bit, you know, like, uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> he, has a, he has a bum right leg. Oh. Okay, so. Oh. Uh, you guys can all hear uh, the distant clang of, of the bell and the muffled sounds of the crier uh, far to the south. Uh, but at this point, you've reached um, the stone structure, and um, you all kind of come to it. And the, actually, the front, the front of it um, has kind of an opening with two hides that are kind of on one side, and there's um, a loop in a hook, uh, maybe Arlie can describe this, but it's kind of like a button, but it's not. It's like a knot that comes through it to clasp it close together. Uh, <laughs> um, like, sorry, a slip knot or? Yeah, I guess it would be like a slip knot. There's like a, there's a knot on one side and then there's a loop. And oh, it's, it's the, the marriage knot. It's the Greek knot oh, okay. on either side. Is that, is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's there's fascinating. A knot and, and a knot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was leaning, on your, ex <laughs> I was leaning <laughs> on your expertise for that. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I don't know knots, <laughs> but I, I think that's what you, you're explaining. Okay, so you all kind of like look around and, and say, oh, these are everyone that's kind of heard it and is interested. So you're all standing anxiously outside outside of the, the Meister Netstedet. Um, okay. Uh, Gum, I guess, notices that this young 17-year-old person is walking beside or behind him. Um, and I guess I'll... Is this the first time that we've interacted with each other? Just yeah. Just double-checking. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh. So you fancy yourself a hero? Kind of, like, dismissively to this younger kid who's, like, half his age. <laughs> Uh, so Haku just sort of like puffs up his chest a little bit more says I am a hero 
Um, and then I guess Gummel like chuckle a little bit, and then says, "After you, then hero." And then like opens up the thing to let him go through first. And uh, with sort of like a deep flourishing bow, Haku just kind of like strides in confidently. Uh, but sort of actually, Dan, what um, what does the room look like beyond? As you as the the flap is kind of pulled back. You just look in and you can see it's dark uh, from the interior. There are torches hanging along kind of like there's a wooden uh, beam tram, roughly like eight feet tall above the frame. And from there, there's various torches. It appears to be one large singular room. Um, And you see there's a lot of kind of rows of long benches inside, probably about six and then a space and another six. At the front, there's three large oak chairs, and uh, that's as far as you can you can pertain just from like peeking in before going in. Okay, so as as Haku sort of like begins to stride in, he kind of falters a step, um, gazing inside, and then immediately sort of like starts hugging the wall and kind of following where the torches are before sort of like finding a spot comfortably underneath one of them and standing there. Okay, and um, Gum, as you uh, are holding the flap open uh, for Haku, uh, you see um, Arlie walking up. Um, have I, uh, was I within earshot to hear this exchange, or did I not? Uh, you can give me a perception. I'll see if, okay. if you will let the dice dictate that. Okay, let's see if I can, let's hope this extension works for me. Oh yeah, yeah. You you heard the exchange. You have pretty good hearing. Um, okay. Um, so I looks up and he kind of looks at Gum, and he like raises a brow and he's like, "You should not mock him. He seems to have noble ambitions." Before walking in. <laughs> uh, and then I, I, Gum will roll his eyes and say, "Noble ambitions are wasted on the young, but okay." <laughs> Okay, as you go in, Gum, you hear the the, the shuffling, the very faint shuffling as, of someone coming up behind you, <laughs> just as you close the flap, unless you pa- give pause or not. I hear it in time? Yeah. Just a, I, okay. I, I can't mimic it, but the sound of someone's shuffling. You need to have that on your, your soundboard, Sam. Yeah, I need to find the first one. Okay. I almost like face bomb a little bit, being like, oh my god. Um, how many adventurers are there in this town? Um, but I will um, try and do like a greeting as well to this person. Alright, you turn around and see this aged, olded uh, Toro. Now, Toros in, in this particular area are fairly uncommon. Um, like I said, uh, a lot of the other standard races are, are all intermixed, but turtles are uh, very rare to see, uh, especially in aged ones. So you kind of like kind of rub your eyes a little bit, and then like you've heard of them, but you've probably never met another turtle before. Okay. Um, see, say hi to me first, or do I say I could? Well, you're just looking at him right now. Okay. And he's going about um, his business. Okay. And I, I guess I'll say, are you here for the coin as well, sir? Coin? Say coin. Yes, I'm here for the coin. 
and kind of uh, looks forward again and slowly keeps walking. A little slides, little hobble. Twelve minutes later. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, join the queue, and then. Okay, so the let him go kind of nods at him and then he keeps walking. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of has like an old man smile, like he might be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That right smile, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you're all gathered like oblivious in. of the world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead. And you notice everyone kind of notice it's it's kind of dark and smoky in here. You notice um, with the torches burning, the actual floor of the building is dirt. It's pa like packed dirt, um, and there's a little bit of a race Diaz. That these three large oak chairs um, are sitting on. Uh, there's three of them. Uh, it's not very high. It's probably about a foot, but it's just off the ground. And there's behind the the raised um, behind the raised Diaz and the chairs. There's um, some long, kind of like linen and, and silk kind of curtains, almost like uh, a Broadway curtain. Um, when it's when they're doing changing sets, it's just kind of draped down. So you can't really see what's going on behind there. And um, you hear some movement, and then out behind the curtain, uh, it kind of pulls open. And you see this um, this older female kind of comes out, and she has this long, wavy white hair. She has pointed ears, kind of almond-shaped eyes, and she has a very kind of soft, soft face. And she's just wearing kind of like um, a cloak around her shoulders and a long white dress that kind of have there's stitching along the bottom, kind of um, kind of like accent. And she comes out from behind the curtain and kind of like eyes the room. Yes. Hello. You would be the mercenaries, right? Greetings. I am Meister Aurelia. Uh, greetings, my lady. Uh, my name is Haku Renton, and I am at your service. She nods. I see we have a a very diverse group. And she kind of loosely strolls um, over to the kind of the Diaz and comes over and, and sits comfortably in the chair and, you know, uh, crosses her her ankles. She's very kind of sits up properly in her chair. Said, "Yes, we've had some troubles in Seacrest recently. Um, three of our sailing sh vessels have gone missing over the past week, and it has been some cause of concern. This is not common." How did? I guess I'll pipe up. Um, sailing vessels, how did they go missing? It's tough to miss a ship. They have not returned. The sailors head out in the morning, and they catch fish, and they're usually back by dawn, dawn load. First, there was one ship that was missing roughly six days ago. It never returned. And then just three days ago, two of those sailing vessels 
did not return and it's got everyone in the town very alarmed as you may know fishing is a very big livelihood here and of course the lives of my citizens are concerned to me the fact that they're missing without any strong storms it's very very upsetting Um, so Arlie's going to, uh, move forward a little bit and just kind of, um, well, what do the villagers or the townsfolk think is going on? I, I try not to put too much stock into rumors. They're saying that their ship has sunk. There's talk of sea monsters and nonsense such as that. We've had sailors go missing, but usually they got caught in bad weather. The fact that three of our vessels have gone missing and none of the crew has returned is fairly abnormal. And I just don't, can't spare any sort of manpower to go look for them. Is that what we're here for? Yes, uh, that's uh, that's why the call for mercenaries uh, was decreed, and I sent out the crier. Well, I'll, I'll I'll be more than happy to help. Um, and maybe my dark elfin friend friend person thing, and just kind of gestures at Arlie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Arlie kind of looks at him and he's like, Arlie, uh, is the name. Pleasure! Uh, Haku. Haku Razen. Nice Lovely to meet you. to meet you. <laughs> um, Arlie seems a little bit confused at this, um, he probably turns back to her and he's, I would be more than happy to extend my aid, however, I find it odd that, uh, this has never happened before, you don't have any history of... Perhaps raiders, pirates, rocks that people tend to miss, uh, new sailors. Um, it seems odd that this came out of the blue. Yes. So, we have had issues with weather. Not so much raiders. Um, rocks. I can assure you that most of our sailors are well-versed with those areas where it's dangerous to sail. Um, all that I know is within the last month, fish stocks locally here in Breakwater Bay have been low, so they may have been venturing outside of the bay more into the Christine Sea. And that's probably where the trouble began. Arlie, like, processes the information and he kind of... It seems like he's thinking to himself and he steps back to let someone else um, perhaps question and just kind of internalize okay. um, the information. I guess Gum will motion to this group and says, um, Well, I don't know how much help we can be. I mean, we're not exactly sailors or anything. What do you expect us to do? Do you want us to swim out to sea? 
she uh, lets out a, 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 a small chuckle. My dear, no, I wish someone to wholeheartedly agree to contract and investigate. I need someone to sail out past Bay Breakwater Bay and see what is out there, see if they can find wreckage. The two other sailing vessels dare not go. They are refusing to leave the bay. This is why the call for mercenaries was needed. Mercenaries do the jobs that no one else wants to do. Um, and and what's in it for us then? We talk about what it needs to be done, but what happens after it's done? What do we get in return for this? Monetary compensation, of course, to be discussed. I'm no spring chicken, good sir. I've been around, and I know that mercenaries like to get paid. We can come to agreed upon some for proper investigation. Chow's kind of just still sitting there blank there. Um, uh, not, not to interrupt, does, does anyone notice the giant turtle sitting there? <laughs> he slowly turns his head and looks at looks at him. Uh, looks at Gum, kind of slowing creepily. <laughs> or it kind of smiles and say, "Yeah, Master Turtle, you've chosen a good time to show up in Seacrest. I've known of your kind and your prowess in the water. Tell me, have you been out to sea lately? Where's you come from?" I've been inland for a while. I've kind of given up on the sea since. I haven't seen many of my kind lately outside. Fair enough. Everything okay? Whoops. Nope. Sorry about that. Yeah, he's like, everything okay? Yeah, yep. are you possessed? Yeah. Gums possessed. Call them. BBJ. Get the gnome. <laughs> uh, so, Pock is going to continue being very confused at sort of Kyle talking. It's like, there's more of them? Generally, yes. Ah, uh, um, n nice, nice to meet you. My name's Haku Ratson. Pleasure. Um, t turtle, tur t talking turtle, turtle. You can call me Cal. Cal. Nice to meet you, Cal, the talking turtle. So, Master Cal, do you have any aversions to working for coin on the sea? Uh, Cal kind of just starts shaking a little bit. Then you hear the coin in his shell. Money's always good. So it seems. So um, are we in agreement? Gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if everyone here wants to... I, although, um, 
Master Gnome, uh, my name is Haku. Uh, I don't think we've met. <laughs> Master Gnome? I could get used to that. But it's gum, by the way. Pleasure. Pleasure. Haku. Haku Ranton. Um, I, I, I imagine that this would be our group then. If, if, uh, Ka, was it? Is willing to sail us, I, I, I think we could do this job. I wouldn't say I have a sailor's background, it's more of me just swimming alone. <laughs> and he puts out his hands and, like, pretty good at swimming. Yeah. And you'll be pleased to know, uh, we do have, uh, two vessels currently anchored here. Uh, you may have noticed it by the docks, there's a lovely caravel as well as a longboat. And they frequently run uh, charters. Uh, I do believe both the captains are currently in the tavern, probably getting pissed drunk. But um, that's the last I heard they were there. They may be of some service as well, if you're looking for a start. Charlie um, kind of looks up and he's like, that's definitely a start. Um, seeing as you just told us uh, that uh, sailors who were very experienced have been going missing, I don't fancy our odds as uh, new shipmen uh, going out to solve a mystery. Um, so perhaps we should start there. So I guess the next course of action is to discuss your compensation such tasks. Agreed? Cow's eyes light up. Maybe yes. you can all yes. discuss amongst yourself. I'm not looking for heroics. I'm looking for an explanation as to what happened to my sailing vessels and is it safe for us to sail out of Breakwater Bay? Hmm. I'll retire to the back and give you a moment to parlay, and uh, then we can settle terms. And with that, she kind of gets up very gracefully in her chair, and her kind of robes billow out around her as she walks back to the back curtain. Well, she's nice. Uh... I, I make a comment to Haku uh, and say, So, is this the adventure that you've always dreamed about? Finding uh, missing ships in a backwater bay? Uh, Haku <laughs> sort of, like, grins and says, Anything I can do to help. <laughs> Arlie yeah. points at Haku and he's like, I like him. Uh. I like you, too. Um, I've never seen an elf that looks quite like you, though. Are you sparkly, or is that the torches? Um, I'm sparkly. Yes. That's really it's... cool. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I've never seen an elf like me, either. Um, adopted. Uh, so, um, our... Just to clarify uh, to us all, we are all not sailors thinking about taking on a mission which requires us to sail. Yes? Correct. I've never <laughs> seen no to anything, really, so... I mean, I've been on a boat. Uh, 
I appreciate that you have been on a boat. I feel like that will be helpful. Um, but I just don't know how helpful if, in fact, we are facing for perhaps pirates or rocks or sea monsters or any other creature in the world that could be in the ocean. Fair point. Harley um, does not look happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, neither does gum, but okay. And Hawkeye is just grinning like an idiot. You guys could probably tell that. Uh, <laughs> Jay, we go north. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go. Um, so Haku is actually going to look over at Cal. Um, you said you know how to swim, though, right? Yeah, I mean, you, you've seen regular uh, sea turtles. I mean, I'm just kind of bigger and have their arms. Same thing, you know. Walk and then uh, Haku just kind of claps his hands. He's like, that's a start! I think we can do this, guys. Uh, uh, Kyle is talking about like, you know, uh, there's the breaststroke, uh, there's the freestyle the stroke. I mean, they're all pretty good. I can hold my. He, he's just gonna keep talking, guys. <laughs> Sometimes, um, you know, if the weather pertains to swim underwater. Uh, I. Breath, but, huh? I feel like your um. While your talents are most noted and appreciated, and I, I feel like you have um, a wide variety of them, I feel like maybe what we could do is perhaps convince one of the captains to come with us. Uh, he would know the area and the boat, and she did say that they were afraid. However, perhaps we could convince them. Maybe we can cut them in on whatever pay we ask? That would be a fantastic start. Yeah. We should figure how, much how much are we asking for? for? Yeah. Harley <laughs> um, is just kind of like we're asking for money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ask for money <laughs> sounds like a poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Haku's gonna open his coin purse and just watch another moth fly out. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dan, quick question: yeah. Is is that are are you are you just letting us freeform how much we get paid, or is there sort of like a scale as far as like what jobs are usually paid that we might know about? Well, the scale is what you got paid on your last job, which is the coins in your purse, and maybe what um, cow, cow has in his coin purse uh, have been completed various number of jobs. That's a good okay. scale. Hey, can I ask a question really fast? Yeah. Um, so, like, uh, when you're saying jobs, are you talking about, like, problem-solving jobs, like mercenary jobs, or would it be jobs pertaining to our background? Like, since, um, you know, like, he's a musician, would he be playing for people, or would it be more like mystery? Uh, so, the type of jobs, I would say normal jobs, or, like, fetch jobs, like, go get me this, or bring me that. Mm -hmm. uh, errand jobs. There are have been exploration jobs, few and far between. Um, usually because of the need of it, it's, it's not like it, like, this set, setting is very low fantasy, uh, low magic, it, it's very new, so there's not a lot of, I mean, other than the lore and the history in the past, 
it it it's not like people go out and kill monsters all the time. Like people do go out and hunt and stuff. But the type of jobs are just like just think about jobs that people like normally wouldn't want to do because of the occupations maybe like a modern day courier I suppose um, and a lot of times sometimes it's escorting a merchant if he feels like his valuables but it, it's not like there's a lot of raiders and stuff because people just don't like want to live in the woods by themselves it's, it's dangerous right so mm-hmm. um, they all people tend to stick to the main roads which are uh, patrolled by um, the horse riders and um, they tend to go from town to town and try to be out of town when they settle in. No one just like makes camp overnight in the middle of the woods unless they can really help it. Okay, I see. Uh, so Haku, looking into his coin purse, is going to kind of look up at the group and he's like, Well, I made ten silver on my last job, uh, but <laughs> that was just holding a torch for a miner. Um, maybe we ask for 15 each? Uh, yeah. Can Cal make, like, a, uh... How much a, a job? I don't know, I just... If you wanna... Uh, if, if anyone wants to message me, whisper at me, and roll 20, and say what the average amount for your jobs are, then, I, then you can all discuss then I can certainly oh. oblige. Or unless you all verbally agree to ask that, and I'll, I'll send out whispers. Um, hmm. Uh, okay. Let me, let me try and work this out with, through Gum. Uh, Gum says, hmm. I mean, looks to me like a fishing town that can't fish is shit out of luck. If they need us to find out if they can fish, I mean, that's pretty good leverage. Um, Arlie kind of perks up with that, and he just, he kind of extends a hand, and he's like, but then, again, the good favor of the people uh, for not scalping them during their time of need would be worth more later than a few coins in a purse. You'll stick around in this town? No, but having friends everywhere is important. Also, being helpful and good-natured and kind, I guess, is important. The returns on kindness are much smaller than you'd think. And yet there are returns, so... I... I agree with Arlie. Um, I, I, it didn't even occur to me to be asking for more than that. But I mean, if we can help the town, I feel like that's more important. He's optimistic. <laughs> God damn it. I look at Cal and be like, is this... Like, what are we doing with these kids? Cal, <laughs> again, their mind is face blank. <laughs> he is. He's uh, like, I mean, Kyle kind of pipes in, like, I, I, I don't know. Uh, my last job, I just, uh, I just protected a nobleman, and uh, she got a big tip. I mean, we're charging for anything. I mean, anything. you know, I'm old and fragile, so you know, you're paying for my insurance. So, 
Uh, <laughs> anywhere from 30, 30 pieces of silver. All you do. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, um... Uh, Haku said 15, right? That was the number? Yeah. Did you say 15 each or 15 per total? Uh, 15 each. So, um, I'm not great at math. I, I think that's yeah. 60? Yeah. Yes. 15 times 4. Compared to... Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Arlie kind of looks at Gum, who seems to be the one who's the most, uh, on the edge, and he's like, if we agree that 60 for the group, uh, uh, is, uh, applicable here, would you agree to come with us if I gave you my share? Fine. Okay. Since you, since we need to work together, it seems, I can't swim. <laughs> I can swim. Very easy. Just put one hand in front of the other and just dog paddle. Mm. Um, not too many right? deep oceans in the woods, but okay. Well, it might be kind of hard with your, uh... Looks at him because you're, you're a gnome, right? Yeah. Uh, I said that out of character, but he looks at you. It might be difficult with, uh, smaller appendages. <laughs> And he kind of goes back, just gets lost in thought. He's probably thinking of a scenario of you trying to swim. Uh, are, are we, wait, you're going to give your entire share to, 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 to Gum? Um, if that secures his place in the party, I'd rather have more people than less. It's about a safety, um, as a group. Hmm. Besides, I'm not wanting for coin. I'd rather just help people. <sighs> okay. That's that's fair. I was more worried that we might have to pay the sailors um, out of our own pockets, which mine are rather empty. That's true. So, Look at them. Kyle kind of well, we can always go discuss with the sailors how much they would charge take us out there then we can come back and pro decide on a on a price to ask for okay that's smart okay I am very wise <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Orly slow Orly uh, uh, I'm saying other people's name now uh, uh, Kyle kind of gets up and it's very slowly grunting. <clears throat> he gets up and starts walking out the door, uh, trying to find the, uh, uh, he's like, I'll be back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go try to find the captain. Oh, they have been for me to talk to them, so. Uh, shouldn't we wait for, Aurelia and, uh, or Aurelia, oh, damn it, Aria? Oh my gosh. Well, we can't name a price if we don't know the price of, uh, passage from a ship. We will have to hire them, so. Information is key when asking a price. 
gosh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> hey, uh, I'll kind of like uh, raises his neck a little bit and raises. We'll be back. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Starts walking out the door. Okay. <laughs> and Meister okay. Aria kind of peeks her head out from behind the curtains and she nods. I'll be here. Oh. And uh, Arlie kind of mutters under his breath. He's like, that woman has the patience of a saint. (laughs) She is really nice, isn't she? Seems so. Um, (laughs) Master Turtle Cow, do you need help? You seem to be moving rather slowly. I'm good. These legs can take me places. Watch him there, kid. And then he slowly starts speeding up again. uh, Uh... a faster pace, but still slow. <laughs> okay, so everyone, uh, you, you can, as you leave, you can actually hear distant uh, music coming from a building um, kind of to the southwest. Um, you kind of look over and see kind of a curl of smoke rising from a chimney. Um, with, with the passive perceptions, yeah, you get a sense of that that's where the tavern is. And you see a bunch of people kind of like staggering, um, staggering down from like the street that connects here. Some of them making their way to their homes, um, <laughs> kind of leaning on each other. So enough passive perception to kind of gauge where, where the salty cod is. If you guys want to make your way there. Okay. Cal uh, will make his way there. Because everyone was going together, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we're moving as a group. So, am I forcing everyone to walk slower? Yep. (laughs) I mean, apparently. Yep. (laughs) I mean, they don't have to. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, I want to know if they're they're in character decided to be slow, just to stay with me, or they walk ahead. Um, I'm Um, I'm pretty sure Haku will be behind you, like scared that you're going to fall over the entire time, (laughs) kind of. Shadowing behind you, but yes, walking slower. Yeah, I'll walk behind. Um, yeah, Arlie's gonna walk just kind of behind with the others next to Haku. Uh, Cal's gonna turn around. You guys are slow. How are you guys behind? <laughs> turn back around. And keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Um, before we move into the tavern, I'm just gonna pause and get some water. I'm also gonna save this recording. Uh, just preemptively, so if anyone needs to take a, get a drink or anything, I'll just pause for roughly two minutes and then get back into action, okay? So you have approached the Salty Cod. Uh, the Salty Cod is a tavern. Uh, it looks like a wooden row house. It actually has kind of brown shingled roofs. Uh, there's actually a large, uh, probably a, a good size 20, 20 foot cod mounted above the door. It's kind of doing this, kind of doing the weird kind of twist turn thing that fishes do when they're stuffed. Uh, you open the door inside, uh, you can actually see several paintings of seascapes. 
uh, on the wall, and there's various prices on them. Uh, various artists are, are selling their their pictures. Um, in the central part of the tavern, there's a big cook, kind of like a stone, um, you know, um, cinder bricks or, or stone bricks, kind of piled in a big circle. And there's a big pot that's bubbling in the middle of it. And there's actually a really cool um, bluefin, uh, bluefin swordfish, even though you guys probably don't know what a swordfish is. Uh, but uh, typically it has a long pointed nose and the, the big cool sail back on the, on the back of it. And it's kind of like a deep blue on the top and kind of a light kind of gray on the bottom. But behind the bar, there is a, a huge one that's mounted there. Um, as you walk in, uh, there's various seats, but you see, as you walk in, a man and a woman uh, in a contest of, they appear to be arm wrestling, and they're yelling at each other, and they're like, you'll not get the best of Blasted woman! And you, and you see this a gentleman that's locked in, um, and she's just barely calmly just staring at, at them, just like, not even looking at their hands as they're going back and forth, and she's just like, burning intense uh, intense eyes uh, on him and as you kind of all shuffle in uh, we'll open up with uh, a lovely discussion there is a group uh, of roughly eight individuals all kind of huddled around them as they're arm wrestling kind of jeering and going ah you can do it come on Bryce, you got her! You got her, Bryce! Is there anyone placing bets? There isn't, actually. Not that you can see any exchanger wazers. Um, you might have already taken before beforehand. Uh, I would study this. You can see the individual, the male human, uh, with kind of brown curly hair and beads of sweat coming down. His cheeks are starting to fluster red. The female uh, has dark green eyes, almond-shaped. You can see little edges of points, pointed uh, ears jutting out from behind her long uh, braided blonde hair, and she's just staring at him. Uh, Arlie leans over to the group, and he's like, my money is on the woman. Yeah. Yeah. Just like kind of the group in general. How about you anti up any silver pieces? Mm, I don't know if I'm going to bet real more like honor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a little wary of this jingling turtle. He's like, I don't know if I should take your attention. I'm rolling deep, baby. <laughs> Uh, and sure enough, there's, there's, he goes, seems to exert himself, and he's kind of like, you can see the hand move over and more and more in his favor as, as her hand goes, and, uh, you can see that she's kind of like not unbridled, but, um, you can see that she's losing leverage, and he kind of like lifts off his chair, and he stands up, and her hand smacks down. And then they're kind of boo oh, ruckus of booze. It's like, ah, you're cheating! That's not fair! Disqualified! And then there's two sides, and they're all yelling in, at each other. Um, and then the kind of general uh, people ba yelling back and forth for either side. All the meanwhile, 
there's an individual that's just standing. He's cleaning mugs behind the, the bar and just kind of has kind of like this wry grin. It's this older human, and he's got this, like, gray hair that's greasy, but it's slicked back, kind of like... I'm not going to... Well, I guess sometimes Italian men, like, slick their hair all the way back. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it is so the like look. my uncle. It is like the look, right? Nice. But it's, and it's down... And the hair is long enough that it's down to, like, his shoulders. He does have, like, a gray goatee. He has very dark eyes. And you actually notice that he has, like, scarring, like a scratch that goes across his left set of... his his left eye his eye is open he can see out of it but there's clearly uh three long jagged lines that go across his brow and then down his cheek he seems to notice you as you all enter the tavern and uh, kind of nods I will make his way to the bar to the bar and kind of just like blankly stare at him for a little bit too long to the point where he starts maybe getting uncomfortable by the stair, maybe. <laughs> the gentleman behind the bar. Brady's about to say something he's like, "Looking for a drink." What do you have to drink? <laughs> ah, here. He kind of tosses you. Uh, it looks like it's it's some bark, uh, but there's actually kind of like uh, ink writing on the inside of the bark. It's kind of like the bark isn't. It's kind of like uh, probably the size of. A uh, piece of paper, maybe half the size of a piece of paper, actually. Um, but there's writing, and it's obviously uh, his menu. Um, give me one second here. I will. Mystic is jamming. Everyone should now have the menu, just so Ooh. everyone knows what's available. He said, "This is pretty much what we sell." Unless you're looking for water. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um. What about your friends? They're gonna pay, drink some food. You know. Food. <laughs> um, Haku actually is going to go over to the crowd and I want to see if I can kind of listen for any names or anything that's coming up between the sort of arguing sides. Okay. Um, yeah, just give me a, a perception check. Okay. They're fairly boisterous. I mean, they've stopped arm wrestling and uh, the female's just kind of eyeing down the guy who has his arm in his chair. His arms are crossed very defensively. <laughs> very nice roll. 20. Um, nice. Sweet. So the female, her name is Miri, and she uh, seems to have some, roughly six individuals that are all kind of like cheering her on and patting her on the shoulders and stuff and saying that, you know, that was unfair and un, like, he, he was like, you know, um, there is a human there named Boris and there's another human there named Tark. You catch their names. And uh, the gentleman, Bryce, uh, he is a supporter. And his supporter name is. Uh, let's see, where did I have that? He has a female companion named Sulin. And there's uh, a half orc there named Turgaz. And then there's another individual that's just not saying anything. That's also human. 
Um, Arlie isn't saying anything, but he's definitely kind of um, followed Haku and is just kind of standing. Just okay. generally kind of in that area. Uh, but he's just watching. He's not yeah. doing anything. And what yeah. about you, Gamma? Uh, Gamma will ask for a, a glass of water because he needs to keep his wits about him. Okay. <clears throat> and, then he, and then he jabs his thumb behind him at the arm muscling match and asks, So, does this sort of thing happen often here at... Uh, the salty cod? All the time. And sailors have nothing better to do. They come in here, drink, spend their coin, and have contests of strength. Sailors, you say? All of them? Oh, yeah. That's the usual crowd? There's less restless, I bet. Out. Yeah, restless, I bet, since I heard you can't really go out the bay anymore. Wow. These particular folk, uh, they, they like to do charters as well. Whatever pays more. Who would you recommend? Well, that depends on what you're doing. See, Miri over there, she has a really nice, really nice vessel. Large caravel. Goes and sail quite a ways away. Fairly sturdy and reliable. But it depends if you want to hug the shore. Then you might want to go to Bryce. He's got those longboats. They can slick up river beds, pull on shore fairly easy. A little less comfortable because it's close to the water. I suppose hmm. whatever you're doing. Um. Hmm. And he goes. So this Miri person. What can you tell me about her? She seemed to be. Handling that quite well until the end. That that uh, arm wrestling competition. <laughs> Why don't you go ask her yourself? She's a firecracker uh, that one. I suppose. Um, I don't have anyone. Okay, out of character. Yep. Well, I guess I won't. Um, I was just wondering which person we should talk to, but I guess I'll just talk. I, like I'll just role play it. Um, so I guess Gum will go over up to Miri, um, and say, uh, I heard you're quite the sailor. Ah, you've heard about me then. I've been around these waters quite some time. <laughs> and uh, then Bryce leaves yeah, in. Yep. Yeah, he just kind of interjects and goes, are you looking for a charter? I'm your man, hey. Bryce! I can get you yeah. anywhere. Don't, don't take her shit. Huh. What do the two of you have to offer? I know about your ships, but... And I look at, at Bryce, but he seems like the more capable sailor. All things considered, given how he just bested you. Are you saying that to Miri? Yes, to Miri. Um... She, like, stares, and you can see, like, a burning glaze in her eyes, and she kind of, like, slams her fist down, said, HE CHEATED! And you know that. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bryce kind of, like, lets off a soft chuckle. Like, my boat is faster than yours. I have a reliable crew. Whatever you need. Where are you going, pal? <laughs> What what do the two of you know about these 
disappearances. Surely you have sailor friends who've gone missing. They both kind of give pause. And pick up a glass and take a long, slow drink of mead. And put it down. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, this is Bryce, by the way. Mm -hmm. We have. We're all friends here. Sailors that go and fish. They're good, honest folk. Just trying to make a living. They have their sea, sea boats, which are, to be fair, a normal boat that isn't meant for um, charting. It's just like a regular sea boat. So it would have like a hull, kind of like a dory, but then it would have like a cap, um, kind of like a cabin almost, uh, that they would kind of sit in. And... Um, long nets that they pull out, so it has kind of like an extended end. I'll, I'll try to, I'll throw up a visual at, at some point. Um, but uh -huh. it's, it's not like a chartered boat, where a long boat is, if you envision a traditional kind of Viking long boat, and a caravel is just a larger hull with uh, okay. main mast and larger, um, larger sails. Okay. And, uh, Miri kind of, like, she kind of, like, the color in her face when she kind of got angry kind of, like, fades for a moment. And she, she says, listen, I'm not going to compete with Bryce. You're going to go with the boat that makes the most sense. I have a crew here, five good people that I would trust with my life. We can withstand strong winds. We've been out of port. We've been farther than that boat. And you know it, Bryce. We've gone all the way to Volkmore. Bryce nods. Ah, you have. And... Mm -hmm. With that, she kind of, like, goes silent and just looks down into her, her uh, glass. Uh, out of character, I'm fine with other people interjecting, or I could just keep talking. Um, can can um can Arlie and uh, from where we're standing, can we hear this exchange? Uh, um, you can give me uh, a perception roll. I should actually record everyone's passives. If everyone wants just to shoot me your passive perceptions, I'll write it down. Uh, fourteen. Passive perception on my end. Okay. Um, yeah, 14 per passive perception for Arlie. Aku's got 12. <laughs> I just met Haku and I would already die for him. I just want you to know. Now? <laughs> the, the turtle. Cow. 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 You hear all early, apparently. I'm a seer. I don't know. Sam, you alive? 14! Okay, I was on mute. I was on mute. I was talking like normal, and... Oh my god. No, I was gonna say, I was gonna interject, but again, mine is not gonna move the story forward. <laughs> so that's why I was letting you talk. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I, you were kind of running that gum, so I didn't want to... Yeah. Okay, gotcha. um, I'm gonna say... Haku, you made a 
uh, perception roll, so I'll let you live with that one. But everyone else casually hears this exchange. It's other than the music that's coming from a, a, a small group of minstrels in the corner. Um, there's three of them performing this awesome set piece, <laughs> just rocking out. Um, there, everyone else in the uh, in the tavern uh, appears to be the sailors, uh, and then plus another individual that seems to know one of the sailors that's hanging around. But the, all the other tables are, are clearly emptied, mostly probably because it's midday and people that have jobs are actually working. Right. Okay. Um, Arlie is going to catch Gum's eye if he can. Like he waves his hand a little bit and mm-hmm. makes eye contact with him, and then he flicks his eyes towards um, uh, the the woman who. Uh, Miri. I'm sorry, Miri. Yes. I didn't to butcher her name, <laughs> Mary, and he nods at her, um, like he's saying, like I, I would choose her. Okay. Um, how is you still mm-hmm. reading the menu? Kind of. The the bartender kind of looks over. Can you read that common language there? And then his head kind of like slinks up, like it looks up. Uh, I would have the sausage pie with bread and coffee. And then, uh, how much is that again? Uh, he looks back down at the menu. That'll be five silver pieces. Then, uh, from there he retracts his head inside of his shell. <laughs> okay. And you, you just hear him counting. One. Two, three, four, five. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't wait to see you have to pay like two hundred, right? And, and, and his head pops up out with a with a silver pieces in his mouth. Oh my god! <laughs> he sticks them out in his hand and places oh under the table. Okay, he's uh he he's on the table, but he's turned around and he's already preparing your meal. Okay, so while that's going on, what's uh, what's <laughs> going over with other three? Yeah, how are you doing anything? Or you hear I? you hear a big growl emitting from his stomach. Like, <laughs> does Cow hear this? Uh, your passive is fourteen. Yeah, you you hear it. It was a fairly loud belly grumble. Uh, I call it a uh, what's his name? Uh, Cow will go back into his show. One, two, three, four, five, and places it on the uh, on the table. I'll get another one for the boy. Coming right up. Here. <coughs> Puts the two copies okay. down on the table. Boy, thank you so much. You old enough to drink coffee? Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, yes, I've, I've had all kinds of coffee. It, um, that's, that's the, the, the black stuff in, in the cups, right? It'll stunt your yeah, growth I... if, if you ain't. Well, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty tall. I, I, I think I'll be good. You know, as it goes back to pre- preparing the meal. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> we now have two at the table eating. Um, <laughs> the food comes out piping hot and delicious. Arlie is kind of watching them do this, and he's like, okay. <laughs> like, he just kind of looks yeah. confused at how, like, they just wandered off to eat, and he's like, okay, sure. 
Uh, cow is gonna slowly like eat into his food. <laughs> so, uh, I guess Gum gonna ask like, you mentioned Volkmore. Can you tell me more about that? How far, uh, how far out to sea is it? I, I have a hunch that we need to travel far. You've not heard of Volkmore before. If you'd like to, Gum, um, give me a history check. Okay. Let's see if you've heard. Uh, Volkmore. Oh, jeez. I have, right? <laughs> Two nat 20s in a row. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so, um, I will send you all the information about Volkmore uh, in a nice uh, tidy, but more or less, it's... Um, I'm just going to turn down the volume, master volume for myself here, so I can hear myself think. As catchy as the tune is. Um, Volkmar is a castle that was established on the top of a mountain. Uh, one of the Lightbringers, um, Arteri, built it as his personal keep uh, after... Um, they had uh, banished all the night stalkers away. So um, the tower in the keep is still held uh, by the Knights of Aturai, but the, there's a small town, a fishing village, that's at the base of the mountain, and there's probably about the same size as Seacrest. Uh, they just refer to themselves as Baltimore. Um But it's actually four days sailing towards the... Um, East. Okay. You've never been hmm. there, but you've heard it's a long ways away. You've heard of it? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. And in it, um, since you're standing right there, Arlie, you can also make a history check if you uh, oh. want to see if you've okay. heard of the place. Let me do that. Um. <laughs> You, you only know the name because it has to do with the legends of the Lightbringers, and you know that it's uh, not so much the town or the fishing village, but you know that there's a, a keep on a mountain. That That's basically all you know, and it's forever away. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Um, and I guess Gum will say, hmm. five good people? A ship that'll get us far? I'll... I may need your help. If you... if you'd have us. Yeah. You know, I'm always open to a charter. If the coin is right, perhaps we could <sighs> excuse ourselves from Bryce here. And he kind of gives like a smug, smug look and crosses his arms. Sort of pouting. Um, we can talk terms over here. And you can, okay. as, as she stands up, uh, the five other members kind of like, kind of snap to attention. She's like, finish your drinks, just enjoy yourself. And she goes over to kind of like, in the corner there's like a booth, and she kind of like pops down and puts her elbows uh, on the table, and kind of like... Can I motion her to the table with Cal and Haku? <laughs> yeah, you can. Um, All right. But she's not coming. She's just sitting oh, in the okay. room. Someone yeah. whispers, "That's her booth." That's her booth. That's her booth. Okay. 
Um, and I, I guess I'll motion to uh, um, Arlie and say, well, if the two of them are busy stuffing their faces, can you at least help me out? Arlie is like, uh, I'll, I'd be most flattered to help you out. All right. <laughs> he just looks like, like he cannot believe this is happening. <laughs> uh, yeah. Four days travel out to sea? Uh, it's not my cup of tea either. Well, let's hopefully secure ourselves a willing and able sailor. Mm. Well, um, I guess we'll sit down. I yeah, guess. yeah, Arlie's gonna sit down. She gives you, okay. like, kind of like a flash, it's kind of like a wry smile, where uh, one of those crooked smiles where you, you can only see a partial smile at the side of her mouth. Um, so, where are you sailing to? Um, Arlie kind of uh, looks at Gum and then he's like, Well, we're not sailing to any place in particular. Um, we may or may not have been um, uh, tasked with uh, perhaps finding out where these sailors are going from. So it would be more of an exploratory mission. Ah, so I see the, the great meisters of this fair village has finally got off their laurels and did something about the missing, missing crew members. Um, hopefully, we're trying to help, but of course it, it is all on you, as none of our technical failures. Sorry, are you, <laughs> are you, did you ask, did you make a statement or ask me a question? I, I forget. Oh, uh, no, he, uh... He was just kind of implying that, like, we're not going to be able to do it by ourselves. So, like, it depends on, like, they didn't really get up off their loyals mm -hmm. telling other people to do it. So it kind of depends on whether you want to help us. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's four of us overall. Um, I assume a vessel as great as yours will have room for four more. Oh, absolutely. And you'd all be able to share a berth if we're traveling longer than the day is long I could tell you uh, my vessel is fairly fairly well equipped uh, for sailing this long this voyages and uh, all my patrons are certainly as comfortable as they can be did you um, uh, perchance make your way down to the docks and see her uh, the SV Schoenfror. How do you pronounce that? <laughs> Schoenfror. Schoenfror? Yeah, it's SJ. SJ. OJ. OJ. OMFRU. Schoenfror. 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 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nordic. Uh, this is based yes. on Norse, so I've been using okay. a lot of uh, Norse words. My gnome tongue can't wrap itself around all the adjectives, but okay. Or all the um, all the consonants, but okay. 
if you if you see that in character, she'll she'll oblige and say you can just call the SBS. It's fine. I'm not offended. Okay. All right. Anyways, um, I've a daughter of a sailor myself. I've been sailing these waters for the last 15 years. It's far. Far as Hild Hildfard. And then, of course, going east, Volkmore. Been to Flynn's Retreat a few times. The water's pretty choppy that way, but... Um, Arlie kind of leans in. He's like, then you know these waters well. Tell me, what do you think is happening to these sailors? Well, the sailors, they've been... Venturing out of the bay, the protective waters, in search, of course, of the, the fish, the schools. They've either gotten lost, blown off course, heaven forbid, a sudden ocean storm snuck up and, and sunk them. I've seen many things in the sea, but nothing that would, per se, sink a ship. Um... Creature-wise, I'd say. <laughs> um, Arlie kind of, uh, he waffles his shoulder. He's like, so what makes you different? Is it your skill that you inherited from your father, experience from years of sailing? How do you manage to sail so far away without encountering these squalls or uh, riptides or unlucky troubles? Well, not only am I a skilled sailor, I also have paid a lot of money my beautiful caravel one of the few ones that are in existence in Lakona so it is obviously a more seaworthy than other vessels particularly a sailing vessel they're not meant to go too far off the water so yeah Arlie kind of nods at that and he um you can tell he kind of is it's thinking is fine with her, like he's nodding along with it. Uh, you can tell like it's more like he's like, yeah, that makes more sense than like a sea monster or something. Mm. Okay. She kind of leans back and she says, are you, is this pleasure? Are, are you looking for game hunting? I mean, if you guys are looking to hunt some swordfish, I, I certainly know where there's a breeding ground. Uh, <laughs> Arlie looks vaguely pale, and he's like, uh, no, I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> I said, um, I'll say, um, no, we're, we're here to find the missing ships. That's, that's all I know. That's all that was asked of us. Okay. Well. And we're here to talk about payment? My... Friends think that the cost of three pies with bread and coffee seems to be sufficient for something like this, but if you could convince them that this is a bit more dangerous than that, I'd, that'd be appreciated. Because oh. that's 15, which is apparently the cost of three sausage pies well, with bread and coffee. Now we know. So. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, she's kind of like, <laughs> like <laughs> chuckling to herself, and oh, uh, Kyle kind of always funny. Um, 
<laughs> my regular charter feeds, of course, for my ship, the wear and tear. My skill as a sea captain in the skill of my crew. There are five mouths to feed. Usually costs about 80 silver pieces. <sighs> Kyle goes into his show and starts count, counting in his head. <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> um. Mm. Arlie looks not disappointed. He just—it's it, almost like he doesn't really have a concept of how much things cost. Um, mm. But when she lays it out, it's obvious. It make it clicks. It makes sense with him, and he just kind of looks like um. I acquiesce. You could be right. Now, my, uh, most of those, yeah. most of that fee goes to paying my crew. Um, so, I know, obviously, I'm concerned about the sailors as well. Hi, Carl. Yeah. Um, Al's head pops out of his shell. You offer a senior discount. <laughs> <laughs> roll Seriously. Yeah, roll persuasion. Persuasion. Minus one. Oof. Oh. Oh. I set the DC at 12, so you just barely... <laughs> 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 oh, it's amazing. She kind of looks you over and sees uh, your your striking features and kind of like... There's kind of like... A, you notice like kind of a gleam in her eye. Certainly old one. 5% discount off the cost. How's that sound? Kyle starts to do percentage math in his head. <laughs> He's got a calculator let's, down there. <laughs> let's call it let's call an even 75. It'd be 76 with a 5%. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like math hard. <laughs> um Arlie is kind of uh, looking at this and he's like, um, he kind of looks at her and he's like, uh, I understand your cost, but surely, as this affects not only the town, but also your business, uh, something could be worked out, I'm sure, um, since if people believe the waters are cursed, no one's going to to charter any ship. And with the rumors that, uh, we were told people have been shouting, um, sea monsters? Tools, perhaps? Sea monsters are... Those are... Child's rumor to scare them at night. I, I don't doubt it. However, um, not everyone is as adept at finding fairy tale from reality as you are. Um, and... You see... <laughs> any kind of... <laughs> My good friend, I see... I see what you're getting at. But... Be it known that I could just sail out of Seacrest and go work at multiple other locations. I don't have to call this my port of call at all. Or Bryce, maybe, for his livelihood. I feel 75 silver pieces is a fair for a request from uh, the crew of my boat. How will pipe in uh, look at uh, Arlie? You just simply ask for more to cover the charges. True, uh, that is true. And it is a fair price for 
five. I just worry. He's, he, you can tell he's more worried that the town doesn't have that much money, especially with the problems going on. <laughs> if they don't have it, uh, they'll look Kessler. Hmm. So it's like, he's like, job is job. And he's like slowly starts getting up again because he knows it's gonna be a long walk back. <laughs> <laughs> he's <Yeah>. preemptively. <laughs> he's like, oh my god. Okay. Um, Okay. So, when can you leave? How ready is your crew? Well, by the looks of them, as soon as they sober up. You can see that there's several empty mugs about them, and they're all kind of like, just well into their drinks at this point. Oh, well... No drinking and driving, people. <laughs> of course not. No um, drinking and boating. No drinking and boating. Yes, boating, yes. You know, it is against the law, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I didn't realize. But, uh, it's not crazy. You can drown. <laughs> no, no, for sure. Um, or you can also, run someone over. Yeah, yeah or run someone over. Yeah. Or, like, swimmers and stuff. Like, I live on a lake now. Drown. So much, so many rules. Um, you live on a lake? Yes, I live on a lake. Hey. Yeah, it's, it's fun, except when people are drunk at all hours of the night. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Sure. Um, but yeah, Arlie seems like... Mm, he seems like he's worried that uh, they won't have enough money for it. And he's not very... He, you can tell he's very naive with money. So he's just like, I just want to help people. Cow <laughs> uh, okay. um, will kind of like look at Arlie. Let's walk and talk, I guess. So happy. Hmm. Yamiri kind of like leans forward, looking at Gum. Have we met with mm -hmm. an accord? Yes. Have your men ready, I guess, by tomorrow morning. Fair enough. Is that okay? Yeah. She extends her hand. A gentleman's handshake. I will. I will shake to that. Okay. And you notice she has a very firm. And her hands are like when you shake her hands, or you can see how calloused her her hands are. If someone that's pulled a lot of ropes and cords and such. Okay. Great. I will meet you on the morrow with a crew ready to set sail. Okay. We'll tell the meister that we'll be going then. Indeed. Uh, um. So are we getting up from the table? <laughs> Kyle's uh, already halfway through the door. <laughs> well, Harley is following after, like, nodding um, to just the table at large and following after Kyle. Okay. Haku's gonna follow. Yeah. Um, still Haku, it looks like you got your... It looks like you got your seafaring adventure after all, Haku. <laughs> well, she seems like a... Like a, like a pretty able captain. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. This should be fun. We'll see how fun drowning is, but okay. And he walks. Okay. So you, <laughs> you all Arlie, like looks after gum and he's like, how morbid. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know about you guys, but I can swim. <laughs> God, yeah. It's like, uh, so, if it's 75 for the charter, 
It can still last 15 gold per person. Gold, uh, silver. What is gold? There is no gold. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, it can still last the 64, so we can just quick math. 75 yeah. 60. We, we should just ask for a flat 150. Maybe it'll take the charter out of there. Yeah, just in case. We can, we can ask for the 75 up front. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah! That's it. That's, that's brilliant. We should do that. Alright. I may be old, but I'm wise. Yeah. You're very generous. Thank you so much for the meal. <laughs> Don't mention it. Arlie is endeared, and he's like, you have lovely manners. Thank you so God. much. God. It's a golden retriever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you like, make... You're a new person. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Hacker's bum's wagon. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> He's just a very happy guy, okay? Okay. <laughs> the joys of youth to be that naive, right? Yeah, yes. uh, exactly. I'm playing against character right now, man. You know this. <laughs> okay, so you guys all make your way back uh, to where Meister Uriah has been and kind of kind of stumble in and make your way to the long uh, row benches. And of course, mm -hmm. uh, there's no... It's currently empty, as far as you can tell. Uh, I have a question really quick. Yep. This is just, just... How tall are doorways here? Uh, most of them are about seven feet. Okay, great. Oh. Just, just wondering. There are some tall folk. <laughs> tall folk. Yeah, yeah, no. I'm like, I'm, Arlie's, six foot Arlie's, something, but I'm like 450 pounds. Yeah, Arlie's 6'6". Six, six. Okay. Um, wow, that puts me middle of the pack then? Haku's 6, so that makes gum super short. Baby! I am super short. Oh, God. <laughs> You're on like people's knees or something, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like 3 foot something. It's quite short. Okay, you're taller than Cree. My uh, other, my halfling. <laughs> but your your grump your your grumpiness is three times more than any of us. I think he's, yes. I think he's just grumpy from craning his neck looking up at you all. <laughs> um, yeah, that would cause some dis like that would cause some like internal disturbance for Arlie because he's like, I don't know if I should bend down or if that's demanding. <laughs> so he's kind of just like that meme on how to talk to short people. <laughs> yeah, where you kind of just split. You are very small. <laughs> <laughs> Bob. Yeah. This is hard. Okay. Um, okay, so you're all in. Yeah. The net's the net. The <laughs> standing awkwardly. Um, so I. Hockey's gonna look around for uh, Master Araya if okay. she's here. Are you gonna. Look at the veil behind, or pull back the curtains. Um, no, literally just like scan the room. Is the room empty? Yeah. Oh. I will say, we're back. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh. you, <laughs> you hear a distant shuffling, and then uh, the curtain pulls back. 
Oh, yes. Thank you for coming back. So. How will like plop down the ground with like, a gun and. <clears throat> I trust that you've been down to the Salty Cod and has made the sailors? I trust they were there. Drinking? Yes, indeed. Okay. Yes, we needed to get them to agree to charter us, as you suggested. And did they comply? Were they helpful? Hmm. Do you know Miri by any chance? I know of her. She's been in town for quite a while. Her father was an excellent sailor. Charming woman. I'm glad her reputation precedes her. Um, we'll be enlisting her help. Uh, good choice. Good choice. She has a, a fine caravel. Um, I will caution you, though. She has a temper. And... But she doesn't pull no punches. She'll... She doesn't like something. She'll let you know. Hmm. She seemed nice. Um, so about that payment... Yes. You... Come back and wish to settle terms, right? Mm-hmm. She kind of, like, comes forward and steps off the DS, kind of more on level with everyone. I don't know who's sitting and who's standing at this point. I think Kyle's sitting, definitely. I don't know if sitting would make me taller or not. Uh, <laughs> it might. <laughs> I have a feeling, like, you're the type of person who doesn't take a seat. Unless it's That's on a chair. True. Yeah. Or are you standing on the chair? So oh, that you're like staring yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll stand on I'll stand on the chair. That puts him at a solid like five feet. Yeah. There you go. yeah, she's not mm. much she's not much taller, but she's about uh like five four. Yeah. Very kind of like taller than me. <laughs> oh in real life. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Alright. Yeah. So, um, gum was it? Yes, gum. All right. So let's uh, let's discuss terms of compensation. Um, have you met a number? You've all seemed to have met the sailors and understand, understand their their charter costs and what have you. Yes. I'll I'll look to the group and then just say. 150 for this quest of yours. 75 for the sailors, 75 for us. Seems fair. It seems... I guess. <laughs> I'm backtrack. Say <laughs> <laughs> <a> weird chess. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did you hear that? Oh. Sorry, is someone talking? Sorry, I was typing in a key command. Is someone talking to me, or are you guys talking in or out of character? G Gum was saying it to you. Yeah. You were asking uh, if she accepts, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, suggest 150. Okay, you suggested 150. She pauses, and then she... Um, you can see her kind of like thinking to herself for a second. 150 silver pieces. More than happy to oblige you all. Shit. 
Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Arlie's like, I see this as an absolute win. <laughs> well, that's, that's good. That means that they can afford it. So, yeah. yeah. With that, and she also pauses and she says, What are requests? It's just information. Sail with Mary and see what information, hopefully, with her vessel in your eyes, you can scan and see if you can learn anything, find anything, any information to bring peace to these families. Uh, Carol will kind of uh, raise his neck a little bit and ask, uh, so for the payment we are agreeing on, it's just information. If we act upon anything there, will it be considered a bonus? I would have to say if you act upon any information and comes to say certainly any other resolution, there would be definitely bonuses befitting <clears throat> what transpires. That's more than fair, right? We would most likely, in the best case scenario, find all these sailors and bring them home to their families. That would be just marvelous. <clears throat> Sounds fair to me. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, he's kind of looking around. Uh, I, I believe he might need some gold, uh, some silver up front to cover the charter. That's something you can do. I'll tell you what, I... Well, make my way and find Mary and Pear myself. That way I can see that she gets the fees for her charter. And you can worry at the task at hand. And then it will be 75 silver pieces waiting for you upon your arrival with information. Yeah. Someone doesn't trust us. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, it's just trying to make our job easier. Yes. Uh, I kind of know, doesn't say anything, he just has that little blank stare of his, with a little crooked smile. Or old man smile. And leave it at that. Probably making her a little bit uncomfortable. Nope. Alright, um, did you discuss terms of, uh, when, you know, you're gonna prepare to sail and voyage out? Uh, tomorrow. Morning, I believe. Oh, good. Fresh start. Fresh start to the day. Wonderful. Um, so, if this is your first time in Seacrest, um, I can certainly offer you, you can stay here. Um, you can pull out your bedrolls and what have you and rest. Uh, there are some stables across from the Salty Cod. Uh, you can go in there and you can find Leaf and he can find you a, uh, a stall with fresh hay if that would be more comfortable for you. Um, and, you know, explore Seacrest and what it has to offer. Do you have a place for the trade goods? See that again? Uh, Kyle was asking for, uh, trade goods. Like in... Oh, yes, Quinn's. Just, just behind the hall here. Uh, pointing in the again, direction of Cal... number four. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, Cal uh, again preemptively gets up, knowing that he's getting the door slow. Oh my god. 
Um, so, but you know that, that thing where, like, everyone looks at the bell in class and starts preemptively packing up? Yeah. yeah. And the teacher's like, yeah. the bell doesn't dismiss you, I dismiss you. But yeah, like, that's how, like, in person. <laughs> like, just, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. How of the mind where, like, speed is in everything. Good timing, kill speed. <laughs> He's already getting up and moving towards the door. She uh, she kind of kind of curtsies a little bit and says, uh, "A verbal verbal agreement then that shall be honored, as the gods above look upon us, and we are people of our words." Oh. She kind of flashes, kind of like a smile, and then uh, whips around and heads back behind the curtain. Gosh. Okay. Hmm. So, are, are, are we just being left to our own devices? Then? Yeah, we're gonna yeah. gonna segue. Okay. Uh, gonna segue right now to kind of like shopping, free shopping, free shopping, free shop or yeah, yeah. montage. Yeah, how are they gonna go shopping? Montage. I got money, man. Mostly because <laughs> you can't you can't sail out without a cat. You can't have a cat mysteriously appear on. Mm, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Oh, that's fair. Yeah. You just see something swimming across, and it gets closer and closer, and you're like, "What is that?" And it's a cat. <laughs> oh, like, what is that? Why does that cat have a sword? It's coming right for us. They're really good. Look what I caught. Meow, 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 meow. Could be a stowaway cat. I love chicken. I love bird. A bird drops the cat. Yeah. <laughs> Air support incoming. Yeah. <laughs> Cat drops. Okay, so what we'll what we'll probably do at this point is I'll let everyone everyone can see kind of the the layout, the legend here, and just kind of tell me what you would like to do. Uh, it's you know I'm gonna say it's roughly one or two o'clock. Uh, you have a whole afternoon and a night to yourselves. Um, what does everyone wish to do? And then. Uh, we can kind of break off and resolve. Resolve. I was going to go to Trader uh, Quinn's. Okay. Cool. Haku. Um, just out of curiosity, do would I know what the Defender's Brace is? Is that the weapon store in town? Uh, it's a coppersmith. Uh, and let's see, it is number five. I'll just say, generally, kind of like from the fish market, you could could have seen the lights and the amber. It's kind of open in the front, and you have pretty, based on everyone's passives, knowledge that that, hey, that's a coppersmith, because they're in every town. Okay. And then, just out of curiosity, is this area back here, is that like just woods behind yeah. the yeah. town? Um, Haku's going to go out to the woods and train by like, yeah. Like picking up that sticks and like swatting at them. Okay. No, I'm I'm gonna come back to the longhouse and sleep before the sun sets. Yeah. But, yeah. There is there is kind of a fortification, uh, not really well marked on the map, um, that goes around. Uh, okay. The yellow boxes are they just a residence? Or yeah, no? those are residents. The citizens. Yeah, Haku, Haku just wants to go off and train somewhere, um, and then just come back and sleep at the longhouse. Okay. In Arley. Um, he's gonna kind of go, um, 
down by, like, the docks and kind of get just, like, a feel for people. Kind of just walk the town. Generally, he kind of wants to see what the atmosphere is and, like, what type of people there are, and then he'd go back to Longhouse to sleep. Okay, I can I can tell you right now, you just talking to people, they're good, honest, hardworking people. Um, fishing isn't the easiest trade. Uh, sometimes uh, you have a good catch, sometimes you don't. Uh, you know, they're all... Uh, you know, they're, they're used to the sea and the wind and, you know, just generally, honestly, good, hardworking people. Um, you know, you go down the docks and I'm not saying it's like a seedy part because that's, they have, like I said, two sailing vessels, fishing vessels, uh, that there's moors for them, but they're not, out, they're out fishing today. Uh, the only boats that you see that are actually on the harbor is, is, uh, the long boat and, uh, the caravel. Okay. And last but not least, Gum. Oh, um, so uh, I guess Gum will go to the docks to see if he can spot the SVS Shojum fruit. Yeah. Okay, um, it's at the and... very end of the wharf that juts out a yeah. good 40 feet into the water. Um, yeah. And it's, it's a fine sailing vessel. Is there anyone in it? No. Is Miri there? No, not right now. It's oh. just, it's moored. Mm. There's no plank. Um, it's it's basically the top of it is higher than the wharf. But there's two long ropes, one from the bow and one from the stern, that comes down. And you see these wooden, uh, large wooden, look like, uh, not a, yeah, capital T. And the knots are sailor knots um, that are under the part of the T. And they're looped to keep it moored along the side of it, and it's kind of like bobbing up with the waves. Okay, I was I was gonna ask um, Miri or maybe one of her um, sailors if they can teach me something so that I'm not a useless, I guess, person on on hand. Yeah, if you want to go back to the tavern, you can. They're probably right. I guess they'd be there. Okay. Okay. Um, And because he's nervous, he doesn't know like how useful he'll be. Um, less to be a use and more because he is a bit afraid that if something happens that it'll just be more dangerous to not know anything about sailing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I will say with your passive perception, as you come to the end of the pier, out into the bay, in the distance uh, facing south, you actually see, um, I don't know how often people are uh, go out to the ocean or the sea, and in the horizon you see like, Usually on the line of the horizon, if there's a large landmass, you see like mm-hmm. a faint blue outline. You can see three large faint blue outlines at various junctures out directly south. Okay. And that's the first time you've noticed it because you were out and uh, actually onto uh, the pier. There's the there's the okay. dock, and then the pier is juts off the dock into the water. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So uh, we'll we'll switch back to Cal, who's approaching uh, Quint's trade goods. Then. Yep. Uh, Cal would just kind of look at the door and slowly open it, okay. try to walk in. So as you approach this, this is kind of like a ramshackle, um, just kind of like a, a square-shaped building. Uh, it actually looks like kind of like a barn, 
that's about to collapse. It's it's kind of tilted left. <laughs> it's kind of like, but it's obviously still holding. And as you kind of open up the front door, you can see just stacks of crates and barrels. They're all kind of stacked haphazardy. Uh, basically, from the floor to ceiling, there's boxes. You see fishing tackle, all sorts of various goods. And you hear um, from around a stack, you hear kind of like some movement. And um, you see this gentleman uh, kind of emerge. Um, he's actually not very tall. He's, he's probably a little bit taller than Gum, uh, but he's got white hair pulled back and a ponytail. Uh, he's wearing these kind of fine kind of like uh, robes, uh, not a robes, but more like a tunic that has blue shoulders and like white sleeves. And they have like nice little stitching going down the side of them. Uh, and he's got these like comfortable kind of like brown trousers with big pockets, like cargo pants on them. And they're filled with things because it's like they're bulging out like there's stuff in them. And he kind of comes out in, hello. How may I help you? I am Quint. I will kind of stare at him. Hi. You come um, far away, do ya? You can say so, yes. Well, um, welcome to my trade goods store. What, uh, what do you have in stock that will do good for sailing? There <laughs> uh, is... Ropes and netting and such. Uh, it's all up here, you see. Uh, feel free to uh, browse if you if you find something interesting. I'll I'll give you a price on it. Uh, Kyle will slowly break eye contact and start looking around, painfully slow. Yeah. You see that he kind of also equally kind of like moves very slowly back to his. You see the stool kind of like among amongst all the clutter, and he kind of like hops up on it. And this kind of watches you as you kind of rummage through that stuff. Out of character, what would you be looking for specifically, Sam? Uh, honestly, I have nothing in mind. Okay. Uh, you know what? Uh, the one thing I am, I'm, I am looking for a sailor's captain's hat. You're looking for a captain's <laughs> hat. Um, <laughs> that's for the lulls, but uh, everything else, I was just trying to try to see if I find anything interesting. Okay, so the way that I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna run Quinn Shop. Usually I have an item list, but because he has this kind of like all sorts of countless stuff, really kind of um, depends on if you're looking for. I'll, I'll roll on the table and see if he has it there, depending on its rarity. I will roll for the captain's hat, uh, see if he can find it. Um, but you can just anything else you uh, can think of that you might be specifically looking for. Honestly, I can't think of anything that was hoping okay. you had just like a random list for me. Nope. Not in this place. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So you are rummaging through uh, a particular pile, and in this particular it's like a crate. You see various types of hats. And as you're rummaging through, you happen to find a tricor hat. It's dusty and it's kind of bent out of shape, 
but it still seemed to be in fairly good condition. Like me. Uh, he will grab the hat, you know, show it to the, like, raise it over his head, like, how much for the hat? Oh, that, that's a beautiful, beautiful hat. He kind of thinks, what would you offer for it? That's how it works. I'm asking you. 120 silver pieces. 70. Roll persuasion. (laughs) (laughs) That's a 2 minus 1. He looks at you. Oh my god. (laughs) No. (laughs) He's gonna set the hat down. It wasn't meant to be. (laughs) It is a nice hat. I think it'll look really nice on you. No, but uh, Jay has a good point. <laughs> Did Jay have uh, not, to, not to play the meta, but Turtle's wearing tricorn hats, and his, and our games don't end well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, uh, but he kind of wants to study the hat. Is there anything more to this hat, or does he just look like an old? It's just an old beat-up hat that. Uh, you can tell this uh, old individual has come into possession with and and is now here for sale. Um, well, if you, if you don't have a list of stuff, I don't know what else to buy, so you can go to everyone else and maybe I can think of something. Maybe at the end of it. He's going to continue slowly browsing. Alright. Um, do you want me to do a random roll three items? And, and see if it interests you. If you can do that, would be great. All right, I will do that. After I'm gonna switch yeah. over to switch over Both to everyone else. Yep. Switch over to Gum, who has made okay. his way back to the tavern. Um. In the tavern, you can see that it's it's a little bit less busy. I'm just gonna be lazy and not switch to the tavern music, but um, actually, <laughs> we'll just say that the the minstrels have, have, have left. And um, you see Bryce uh, sitting with one other individual, but you do happen to see um, the human boars. And uh, you actually see another uh, gnome male sitting there next to the human. Okay. Are they part of... Um... Bryce's crew or Miri's crew? Do I know uh, this? You recognize Bors, the human male, as being part of Miri's crew. Okay. Bryce is by someone that, um, like, basically the person that was silent the whole time. And that, other than other than the barkeep, who's um, just counting coins and stuff, that's all, all the people in, in uh, the tavern at this time. Okay. I guess I'll go up to Boar's then and say, guess we're going to get to know each other over the next couple days. I think so. So when do The name's... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, do you want to sit down and join us for a drink? This is Gregory. Hello. Gregory the Gnome? Yep. 
Sorry. Oh. That's what happens when we have random lists for random characters. <laughs> <clears throat> and Gum goes, Pleasure to meet you. My name's Gum. Um, it's my first time out to sea, but I hear you're uh, well-traveled sailors. We, we like to think you think so. Boris kind of like is saying, we've done a fair share of sailing with Miri, back and forth, what have you. We do fishing too, but charters pay better. Don't you agree, Gregory? <laughs> yeah! I say, anything I should know then to prepare for this trip? I, as I said, I don't have much experience in this line of work. And I'd like to not be a dead hand if, you know, that matters to you. First trick is, porridge in the morning. Eat some porridge, get a full belly. Help you on the, if you're not used to the waves, the motion. If you're going to be sick, get sick over the rail, not on the deck. And certainly not below deck. Miri hates that. And if it's too choppy for you, tie some rope around yourself so you don't fall back and forth. Hmm. I guess you, your crew knows how to manage it yourselves then? You don't need our help? Uh, we got everything under control. We find that anyone that usually charters, they just get in the way. And then Gregory kind of puts Yeah, get in the way! Get below deck! Okay. Um, Mary seems confident that nothing could eat a ship. Are you... Do you share her confidence? <laughs> do you, do you hear kind of Gregory kind of laugh out loud? Oh. And uh, I mean, Boris kind of like puts his mug down and kind of leans into you. Gum. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ever see a kraken before? I take a step back. Have I? <laughs> <laughs> have you uh, ever yeah, sailed okay, before? Have I? I'm gonna say I, no I, I based on the fact that I don't think you have ever sailed before. So yeah, just I, based on that fact, uh, no. Yeah, I, my face kind of drops. It says Kraken. No, what, what, what Kraken? You haven't heard the tale of the Kraken. Hear that, Gregory? <laughs> he hasn't heard of a giant sea creature that pulls vessels under the water, owning the oh. deepest parts of the waters. Long as the trail is from here to Palon. Giant monstrosity with limbs and. If you ever get away from the Kraken. He kind of looks at you. Ah! Uh -huh. Hell! I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> uh. mm. We we haven't. I mean, yeah. We haven't mm -hmm. seen too much. We see things in the water, but. We're way up on deck. You're fine. Let, let's hope so. Um, and then I guess Gum will drink with them um, to like ease his nerves a little bit. Okay. And, and through the conversation, 
Um, from what you can understand through um, the loud outbursts from Gregory, he kind of mm-hmm. like, because he's also known, but like, he kind of reassures you, like, low center of balance, you'll be good. The tall folk puke a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he also says that uh, his family's been here in Seacrest his entire life. Kind of, he, I don't know how much you gleam to him about. Um, he said there's not a lot of gnomes in Seacrest. He's chartered a couple that were from Palan, and he asked if you were related to any of the gnomes out of Palan. Kind of just making pleasantries. And, uh, and like Boris has said, we'll teach you how to do some sailing knots to come in handy out in and outside of the sea. Hmm. So if you're willing to learn, they'll teach you some of the knots. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd appreciate that. I'd rather not get tossed off and eaten by this kraken of yours. And, um, he comes back and asks if you, if you want to partake in some of, like, the, the liquor that's on the menu. He's, he was buying. Basically wanted to know if you wanted to do some shots. Yeah. Give me, give me what you're having, then. Okay. Let, I, let's see, let's see what sailors have in these parts. Okay, so he would probably, at this point, have been drinking most of the afternoon. He would probably be drinking probably three or four shots. Are you going to take are you going to drink all those four shots? It's not costing you anything. Uh, I suppose. <laughs> all right. I would like you to give me a... I'll give you a constitution saving throw. See how well... After the first two, I'm going to set a DC. Okay. <laughs> Nine. Nine. Nine for one. Oof. <laughs> yeah, after the first two, you hold it down, yeah. but... You're you're really buzzed at this point, so he sets yeah. the third one down in front of you. Gonna continue? He, yeah, yeah. Okay. He'll okay. go. He'll go. He's scared, but he doesn't want to show it. Really. Yeah. Like he'll he'll say it, but yeah. Okay. Oh. Four. All right. No. That's what, yeah. <laughs> you. Not long after slamming down the third one, uh, you feel a burning sensation in uh, your stomach, and it comes up for you, and you start throwing up. <laughs> oh, okay. So you uh. lost the constitution game, but that's okay. They're, they're patting you <laughs> on the back and say, yeah, it's a rite of passage. <laughs> um, Just don't tell me to kiss a card or anything. <laughs> what? <laughs> have you ever heard of that? <laughs> oh, I have, but they, they've kind of like, okay, okay. <laughs> here, that sounds like a fun tradition. <laughs> And that's oh, how God. your night goes. They uh, actually, uh, <laughs> I don't know where you, are you sleeping in the, in the town hall or are you sleeping in the, the stables are actually right across the street from the tavern. Yeah. I was going to sleep in the town hall. Okay. So they, they kind of help you stagger back to the, the town hall and that's how kind of how your, your night ends. Nice. Okay. Um, all right. So I'll just go back to cow. Yeah. Okay, so rummaging through there, just kind of a lot of it seems to be junk. You happen to find two glass bottles, uh, roughly the size of a 24 ounce bottle, and they have they're empty but they're corked. So two glass bottles that are capable of being corked. Um, continuing rummaging, you find a common lock. There's a key for the lock. 
you find uh, a shovel, uh, something that's in very good condition, seems to have an oak uh, handle as well as kind of like a mahogany uh, shaft mm-hmm. that it's attached to. And... To hide the body. <laughs> <laughs> you actually find a stack of parchment. There's uh, ten sheets of parchment that are blank. And they're high, uh, there's kind of like a twine that's um, kind of rolled up. But uh, you can count how many individual pieces there are. And they're rolled up with a piece of twine. Any of that interests you? Cosmic. Time. <laughs> Look at himself. Um, he just kind of rummages until he kind of like loses track of time. Yeah. Um, and then eventually, like, well, maybe next time. And he starts walking out, and like with a little, like a quick little hand wave. Yeah, Quint kind of raises out. his hand and have a good day. And I guess he's just gonna make his way. Uh, to the place where he's sleeping, the, the tenant, right? Uh, the oh, tenant is kind yeah. of like the, the church. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. The town hall is very close, if that's where you're going. Town hall. Yeah. And oh, as okay. sun is setting, Haku, you're, you're back. Definitely get back before dark, but you've spent all afternoon practicing swinging and, and feeling the weight of your weapon. Uh, working up bit of a sweat, uh, but you're quite happy with your training for the afternoon to make your way back, and Arlie is back as well. Everyone cool. rolls out their, their bed rolls and comfortably uh, makes themselves uh, at home for the evening as the night sets in, and that is where we'll end tonight's session. Thank you once again, everyone, for joining me. Uh, like I said before, it was a pleasure. Uh, does anyone have any out-of-character questions about uh, the setting or anything? Uh, no questions, but um, I like it so far. Hello, this is Malachi from the Night Sparrows, and you've been listening to a presentation of the Harp and Hearth Tavern D&D group. You can find us at SoundCloud as the Harp and Hearth, and we also have a Discord, the Harp and Hearth Tavern. I hope you enjoyed this session. And cut.